Welcome to episode 93 of the Muck Podcast, an affiliate of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hanomio. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary! Don't go too loud. Oh, sorry. Please. Please. <laughs> We're still fixing our sound. I think this is fixed. Okay. But I don't want to jinx myself. Okay. Every time I come on here, I'm like, yeah, everything's good. I mean, I'm so embarrassed by all of this. No. Oh, forget it. I can't. But I'm looking at it. It's not hot. I mean, I'm, you know, I've had to talk to Roadcaster, which, by the way, I don't think it was the Roadcaster. <laughs> so my apologies on that last, uh, that last episode where I was like, oh, where we were like, about fuck Roadcaster. Roadcaster. <laughs> um, and I talked to the guy and it ends up, it might be the, might have been the audio settings on my computer like when it resets the computer or like updates the computer yeah. software or whatever somehow it changes the audio settings so I double checked it I did a test this morning I don't know girl it's please. gonna be good it's gonna be good it's just stressful and then we had that wonderful amazing fantastic uh, oh but, but wait we have double I, we have two we have two wonderful yes, things but wait wait about. wait so let me say something first I said on the bluebird Lil Muck that that was like our first live da, da, da. but it wasn't because we also had um don't forget we had Zach Duran and uh <gasps> yes. David Fry for, oh, you know God. and so yes, when yes, I was listening yes, back yes. to it I was like oh that's not true we had a live <laughs> in my house we talked about aliens and UFOs yes, that was Shit. so much fun that was fun so then we had bluebird yeah. Oh my God. And I, the response we've had oh. is incredible to that little muck. So many people love him. I, I mean, what's not to love? I know. I know. I can't wait. I got to go and buy like stuff. Oh, I'm I sorry. No, you don't. No. Hi. <gasps> oh, wait, I'm going too loud. I'm yeah. so <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> Wait, can I change? Can I change my clothes right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited! So, like the same day that we inter- that we interviewed him, I went on and bought you a shirt, oh, and I bought it's um, so cute. I cannot wait to. I'm wearing yes. this everywhere. Yes, everywhere. Anti hate adventure boys. And it's so cool. Please. But it's it's, so like, cool. it's like such a cool design. Yes, it's got the little peace sign, the, the heart. peace and love. Yes, I mean, come on, amazing the peace and love outdoor adventure boys. Yes, and I bought. Uh, this is what we need. Anti hate. Anti hate. What? Why? Why? Yeah, you know. And he was right <laughs> in that interview. Like other people can claim the outdoors. Yeah. We gotta take it's it back. not just it's not just Confederate flags and yes. what did he say? Dolphins waving Confederate yeah. flags, <laughs> bursting out of a wave. <laughs> it was such a great oh interview. So I bought that for you, and I got a hat for Barefoot. Oh, because Barefoot Lobo, you know our number one fan. He yes. went and bought a whole bunch of shit yes. from Anti Hate Adventures, and then the next day, um, Bluebird had a new merch drop and, and, and barefoot's like god damn it and i was like fuck you i'm buying another hat i bought another hat oh and it's such a cool design it has an orange with like a dagger through it and like there's blood splurting out oh my god and it's like florida this is florida on it yes oh my god i can't wait to get so that hat. fun oh Ugh. my god so anyway that that interview to me was one of the most fun things we've ever done it was really and great he's it's such it a laid-back so yes he's so cool and um i felt cool in his presence and can I also say something else he said something about um how he became homies with somebody and I was like fuck I want to be bluebird's homie like yes. I want him to call me homie 
And how can I make that happen? Like, oh, I, I bet you it'll. Ha- I, it's, it's already happening. I, I want to go it. buy. I, uh, I want to go buy invasive species when he's working and be like, "What's up, homie?" And like, oh. see what he says back. Like, if he gives me like a fist bump or. He will. Uh, you know, when you're a nerd growing up, like in school, like you're like a shy nerd, like you always feel like a shy nerd. Like I still do, even though I might be very outspoken and curse quite a bit. Yeah, I would and never. And dress like a cool hockey mom. Like this is my cool hockey mom gear that I'm working, wearing today because I refuse to wear like these cookie cutter. I cannot look like these hockey moms, yes. although they're very nice people. Yes. Uh, I and cannot plus I show up with my it... hair pulled up in a bun and like, and like you know, workout gear. Are they in jackets? Sometimes. It's so cold in there. Sometimes. Like I you just, look like you're dressed for the cold that's in there. It's like, freezing. So that you're comfy. Yeah, so I'm wearing like a big, like 90s khaki it's, it's, it, it sweater. It has such a Kurt Cobain vibe. It's a very Kurt Cobain. Look, it's ripped. It's yeah. like a very Kurt Cobain sweater. And then I have my um, my overalls on and my Adidas. But like, I cannot do it. I have to have a look. Oh, also, guys. I'm also insecure, so also, take that guys, into consideration. Um, now that she's describing how beautiful she looks, oh. it made me recall that we had been talking about perhaps recording us. Oh, um, on as, video. Uh, yeah, on video. So, Damn guys, it. if you're listening to this episode, what do you think? We might put a little question out on our stories. Like, yeah. should we do a YouTube channel? Yes, no. And see what you guys want. If that's something you want, like, we'll, we'll definitely yeah. try to make that happen. Don't you want to see my face when <gasps> Tina makes a pun? Don't you want to see <laughs> my face when I'm going off on some asshole? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes we have to. We, we, that's another tech thing yes. that we need to learn how to do. Okay. Well, but, speaking of a YouTube channel, we are going to be putting oh. a video on the YouTube channel because on Thursday, by the miracle and the grace of God herself, oh my God, we recorded a <gasps> little muck with... Drum roll, please. I can't roll my tongue. <laughs> Representative Ted Deutsch. Deutsch. Holy fuck. Wow. Tina. I have, during that whole interview, what I just was just loving, I I felt like that there was a beautiful chemistry happening mm, between uh, Hillary and the Hello. representative. It was just, <laughs> it was really fun to see you just be able to talk to someone that you have been just having your political crush on, you yeah, know, yes. forever. And it, I loved and it. Like I just, it, uh, it, it was great. If you know me it personally, was it was great. Yeah. Cause like, if you know me personally, if you listen to this, if podcast, you listen to this podcast, you, I have brought up how yes. I have a huge crush oh my on, God. on, I'm calling him Ted. Cause he said I could he on said Ted. Could, yeah. And, uh, the fact that I, this was able to happen, well, we have been planning this since I think May was his kickoff yeah. his campaign. And I met Brandy who works for him. She's amazing. What a sweetheart. And we've been going back and forth and trying to figure out how we could get this done because he's always busy. Oh my he's God. Always, he's so busy. He's always like got things going. I mean, obviously it's a busy time. And, and PS, as you'll hear in the interview, he mm-hmm. said that this was one of the most fun interviews he had because we yeah. talked about music. So now that this is now my favorite interview and I was like, yes. Ted, I'm blushing, baby. Bl- Oh, oh I mean, God. I mean, sir. And then when I said that, you know, that you liked him, liked him. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tina really was not the wingman I needed on this uh, call. Because oh, you so, didn't want to say the L word, but I, and no, you're like, I oh, I just like you. And I'm like, but she likes, she likes you. Oh, it just my had to be, God. It had to be. <laughs> we had to bring it back. And then when I went home, I, I, I already, I forgot to bring it, but I drew. You did? I drew, because I was thinking, we were thinking of a, a merch item. Yeah. So picture it. Uh, tree trunk. 
like a little part of a tree trunk and like carved in yes. is the heart. Yes. And it's, it's, you know, T D plus H D and then the T L F, you know, that <laughs> in the corner. I love it. I love it. Wouldn't that be so cute? Well, we have so many great merch ideas. Yes. I I forgot to ask him how he would feel about um, us making a poster of him, like a teen dream poster. Oh, like a, you know, um, like, a uh, like a tiger bee. Yes, a tiger bee. Yeah, with all the hearts around him. That's, oh my God, we have to. That's another yes. great merch item. It is. We have okay, to Okay, that's this. going on the list. So um, I have a growing list at home. So anyway, I took advice from our executive producer, Alfredo Olvera, who, who, by the way, I woke up that morning and could not calm myself down. I was nervous the entire day. And I can talk to literally anyone. Right. I'm not nervous doing interviews with it, anybody. It did not come off that you were nervous. I was fucking, like my hands were shaking. I was so nervous. I could not eat on Thursday. I was uh. out of my fucking mind nervous. And when his name popped up in that Zoom. Oh, I know. We were like, oh, and then, and then when, when we closed the Zoom. You, yeah, I jumped you, up. I was like. Well, no, like when you jumped yeah. up, it looked like you like just fell out of the chair. It was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> it was yeah. great. He was is. amazing. He was very kind and generous with his time and uh, to talk to us and allow me to. Oh, yeah. So Alfredo said my his advice to me was what just don't throw yourself at yes. him. And I was like, well, great. Now I've got to scratch yes. my entire thing I was going to say in the beginning. Well, you ha- I mean, you held back, but you didn't hold all the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so it was clear. That comes out. <laughs> I think it was clear, too. And I so that comes out. Let's see. October, I believe the 22nd. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Hold on. Let me look. Yes, yes, yes. So October 22nd. You're right, Tina. Thank you. That comes out and... uh and then we'll also release the Zoom video yes. so that you On can our also YouTube channel. watch me goo goo gaga. Oh my God. It's so cute. And uh, yeah, this guy. Uh, there's a part where you put your, your chin in your hands. Yes. I'm like, hi. <laughs> yeah. So cute. Yeah, and I looked at his Spotify playlist. He's like, you looked up the Spotify oh, playlist? I'm like, of course. I told oh, we're gonna, you. And we're going like, to be I linking. T- we're going to yes, link the yes, Spotify. Yes, yes. There's so much. Yeah. He's a huge music fan. So it was yeah. really fun to talk to him about all of those things and the yes. work that they're doing in Congress right now and how hard things are, how hard things can be, how he's not so frustrated right now, what he feels about Florida. Yeah. So it's a really, really great interview. All good stuff. All and, good stuff. And we have two other interviews coming up, yes. um, which we're excited about. Oh my gosh. Um, one is a law professor who's going mm-hmm. to talk to us, talk to us about um, voter disenfranchisement. And then we also have someone mm. who is like a social media figure. Oh my God. Huge. Um, huge that, uh, a lot of you will be familiar with. So we're super excited to talk yes. to her. Yes. Um, so if there's anybody that you think we should be talking to or, you know, someone out in the world that you feel like would be a great little muck, like just send us an email, send us suggestions. We're happy to yes, totally explore yeah. different avenues that we maybe haven't thought of. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, because this was really funny yesterday, Tina and I went to a baby shower for one of our really sweet baby good friends. Oh my God. And it was really beautiful. But one of the, so it was like, how well do you know this person, right? And so you had to answer these questions. And it was like, what does, I don't really want to say. No. Okay. What does so-and-so want as their push present? Oh my. And I, so I'm familiar with what a push present is. I had never, I had never heard of it Well, I only know what it is from like TV shows where these rich ladies, uh, like, or, you know, it's a newer thing. I yeah, think. No, yeah, you know I, what I mean? I've never in my life heard where, of it. Oh, my cat's on the table. Sorry, yes. Tina. Okay, so where they want a present for pushing the baby out. Yes. And I was like, do you know what I got? I got a high five. Like, <laughs> good, great job. You did it, right? 
And you oh my were God. so <laughs> effing funny. What did you say about your grandmother and a push present? Yeah, I said, so my grandmother, for her push present, she was, you know, running, trying to escape bombs in World War II, <laughs> biting the umbilical cord in half and just seeking shelter. <laughs> that was her per- push present, was you finding be- shelter in the war. <laughs> oh, my God. She made it through a it's war and funny- having a baby. <laughs> It's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard was died. Can you imagine? Oh Can you God. imagine? Like it's oh like, God. oh shit, I gotta run and like <sighs> and then you're in labor yeah. alone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean this is a whole different life. It's a whole different a fucking whole day different and age. <laughs> my God. That yeah, story. I could never imagine getting a push present. It just seems so funny to me. No. But I also think it's kind of it's really sweet. Also and No, no, it's it's you know? yeah, I I mean it's it's a really hard thing oh. to go through. Yeah, oh please. And so, I mean, they're next to you, but what the fuck are they doing? No, nothing. Trying, I'm trying to make sure they don't pass out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, give no. Me a break. Well, and I made sure I did not want my husband looking anywhere down south. Oh, yeah, me neither. I was like, I don't need that as an image for you. No. You know, no. I don't need you looking at me and being no. grossed yeah. out by just the trauma of it yeah. all. Yeah. So. Well, it all goes by, you know, it all goes by so fast anyway. You know what I mean? As soon as that baby comes out. Yeah, then it doesn't hurt. When I gave it... birth to my... I was, I was telling this to our friend's husband yesterday who's, who's going to be having a baby soon. I was like, the weirdest part is when when I had my daughter. So that was my firstborn. Um, when the leg... When everything came out and those legs came out, she had long legs. I fucking... I, for a moment, I think I blacked out because I was like... What the fuck I, is happening right I now? Shut, is that a human being that just yeah, got pulled out of I my body? I have to say, like, I have, um, I blocked that part out. You did. The only thing I remember after, like, you know, pushing the baby out is them. I remember watching them, like, clean the baby. Yes. Um, and then being handed the baby. Yes. But, like, the part from, like, where the baby came out, like, yes. that part, I have you, blocked you out did. of my mind. Oh, I didn't. I remember every second of that. It was just yeah, like, it was no, like the I, movie where the alien comes out of that guy's body. Ugh. I'm like, what the hell's going on right now? Oh, I mean, God, it's, Tina. God, what, what the hell did we do to our I, bodies? Oh, forget about it. Jesus. We got these beautiful kids that, you I know, know, and they love us so much. They do. Yeah. Okay. Today. <gasps> I'm first. Yes. Oh, okay. my God. I almost went. <laughs> Today, I'm going to tell you about the assassination of Derwin Brown. Oh. Okay, so Derwin Brown was raised in Long Island, New York, where he attended Woodfield Road School and Malvern Junior High School for elementary and grade schools and went to Malvern High School. He was married to his wife, Phyllis, and um, they had five children together. Wow. So his first, he first served in DeKalb County, as, which is in Georgia, as a youth counselor for troubled teens and soon became one of the county's first black patrol officers. Oh. Um, he later hosted his own t- local TV segment called The Naked Truth oh. and was the author of his own column in the local champion newspaper called Tell It Like It Is. I love all of this. <laughs> I know. All of it. Um, he was a 23-year veteran of the DeKalb County Police Department. And uh, he runs for sheriff, okay? okay? The sheriff's office in DeKalb County is known for being corrupt, right? Like, since 1964. Wow. Every single sheriff has either been arrested no. or investigated in this county. No. Every what are they doing? Single Every single one. one. Why? What? What's well, going on? What's, you, what's well, in the water over there? You know, we talk about Just this corruption. all the time, and it reminds me a lot of Broward County. You know, there's always something happening yeah. with the sheriff's department. Ugh. And it's so easy. And I, and I think we've talked about this before with other elected officials, but it's like, it's such a huge job. It's got yeah. one of the biggest budgets yeah. for of all the those five count, like uh, cons- constitutional seats here. So 
I think that has a lot to do with it. And there's just a lot of power. You have a lot of power when you are the sheriff of a huge county. And DeKalb County, I think, is that Atlanta area. So it's it's a lot of power, and it's easy to be corrupted, I yeah. think, right? Okay. So It's just wild. Yes. So he uh, runs for sheriff in 2000, okay. and he runs against the current sheriff there who was – his name is Sidney Dorsey. And um, it was no different with Sidney Dorsey, he was also being accused of all these terrible wow. things, right? So Brown runs against him to kind of clean up Okay, the, so the he's like, okay, we're going to make a change finally yes. after and decades. And he was very outspoken about all the things that oh, was, good for was him. going on. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about Sidney Dorsey. He was elected in 1996 as the Cobb County's first black sheriff. As Sheriff Brown's sole duty was to run the county's 3,700-bed jail, its $50 million budget, and 750 employees. Wow, he was that's, so, that's a lot. It's a lot. And I, and, I, and I wonder, too, like, as a sheriff, as a cop, mm-hmm. you're not really handling budget or finance. Right. You know, and that's the one thing I always think about, like, when people are like, oh, I'm going to run for office or I'm going to run for the seat. Like, if you don't really understand, like, financials and then you're making decisions mm. on, like, budgetary issues, I mean, is yeah. there, I mean, I wonder if they go through some kind of crash course of I hope like so. how to handle yeah. a budget that big, or if there are other people in place in different positions, but I then you still have do. to, but you still have to trust them. Yeah. Cause if you really are clueless, yeah. you're putting a lot of faith in other people. Yeah. I think like there is $50 million. I think there's like a school board, like an auditor or something. There's a thing where there's like a statewide thing, kind of like when we talked to Joe Scott, who's the supervisor of elections in Broward. There's a supervisor of elections for the state of Florida, like association. Right. Right. And so they all know each other. They talk, but they also, I think there's um, trainings. They do that for the, for the state, for like um, commissioners. Right. You know, there's like all of League of City voter, the League of Cities, which is uh, all of the commissioners throughout the state and they have trainings and they do those things. So and I think, conferences and things yeah, like so that. Yeah. So I think that there's a thing for yeah. budgets, right? I mean, I would, I would think so. Yeah, there has so to be. So during his tenure as sheriff, he was accused of running the department as like of his, for, to suit his personal needs, right? Oh, great. Um, for example, he was making deputies run personal errands for him oh, for his God. private business. He was forcing women, he was accused of forcing women to submit to sex <gasps> for like favors. And he was demanding bribes from people. Wow. So these are all the Those, things. He these was, are huge things. These all the things he was accused of. He was being investigated for during this election. And while he's running. While he's running for re-election. Wow. Yeah. So he's like not stepping down. No, 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 no. Of no, course no, no, no. not. So, in, so here comes this election, right? So these two yeah. guys are running against each other for the Democratic primary. Okay. Um, and so uh, in August of 2000, during for the primary, Derwin Brown beats... Sydney Dorsey, which is like great. Yes. You know, this guy here, he's, yes. under, he's obviously dirty. And we're Get getting him out. Yes. Yeah. And then three months later, Derwin Brown wins, gets Woo. elected the new sheriff of DeKalb County, which is fantastic. But he never serves a single day. What? Oh, no. Right. So on December 15th, 2000, former sheriff's deputy Melvin Walker shot <gasps> Derwin Brown 12 times <gasps> with a Tech 9 handgun in front of his Atlanta home. No. So he comes home. A cop? Yes. So he comes home. Derwin Brown comes home. He's, his arms are full of like groceries and then oh. like flowers for his wife. Oh my God. And this guy pops out of the bushes <gasps> and shoot, kills him. I'm so, covered in goosebumps. Yes. Well, and why? he was supposed to be sworn in as sheriff three days later. Oh my God. Right? And this is someone that he probably worked with, I'm assuming. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, yes. He's a former yeah. deputy. 
so because this the swearing in was supposed to happen three days later and now he's murdered, DeKalb County Director of Public Safety Thomas Brown assumed control of the post as an, in an interim right. way pending a special election that was going to now be held in March 2001. Oh, my goodness. So why would this happen, yeah, right? Why? Like, why would this former elected, sheriff deputy yeah. kill Brown? Well. Oh, no. He was hired to kill Brown <gasps> by. No. The election opponent. No. Sidney Dorsey. No, no, no. Yes. What, and he thought, okay, I'll just run for special election and get my seat I back. I think that's what he assumed because Holy crap. because he what? he planned this with with uh, total it's four people, so three other sheriff deputies <gasps> were also in on this. One of them was driving. There was two guys in the bushes, <gasps> and Sidney Dorsey had mastermind this entire thing. My God! But why would these other officers because what choose they, to listen to this guy? Yeah, well, and, and put their career and their lives at risk because but, they were promised money. No promotions oh god sydney dorsey thought in some way he was going to then become the sheriff or stay the sheriff right yeah and he was going to promote all these guys so melvin walker david ramsey and patrick cuffey all discussed this assassination with dorsey who mastermind like i said planned the whole thing in exchange for the killing he offered all the men promotions within the sheriff's department all four men were arrested when patrick cuffey one of these guys offered full testimony Ooh, for there you in go. exchange for immunity yep. right like if Bye-bye. you give me immunity then i will tell you everything and he wow. did and he told them about who who's the shooter everything wow but it gets worse oh my gets how bad. does it get worse because on march 26 2002 melvin walker and david ramsey were both acquitted of the charges <gasps> why so oh some stupid technicality right well so like oh, after no. four hours the, the state jury found the men not guilty of shooting derwin brown prosecutors said the two men ki- that killed killed brown at the behest of sydney dorsey whom brown had defeated in the election a few months earlier the case against walker and ramsey was built almost entirely on the testimony of patrick cuffey who was also accused of taking part in the killing but was giving immunity right uh, so, so the jury uh, was like what the fuck so jury yeah, that's not fair or how do we know yeah. any of this is true but then also patrick Patrick Cuffey was like a dirty cop. So the jurors told reporters after the trial that they simply did not believe this witness. And there wasn't a lot of other physical evidence. So basically they had the shells, but nothing else. They had no gun. They had, no, they couldn't link, right? They oh, couldn't no just, one, no eyewitnesses. No nothing one. except these, these three guys. And Patrick Cuffey was the one pointing the finger and the other two, right? Like they, wow. Yes. And then they had really good defense attorneys. Right. Wow. So the jurors told reporters after trial they didn't believe this witness, especially when he was discredited by the defense attorneys when they said in court that he had been convicted of lying to the police in another case. So the defense attorneys basically tore him apart on the stand. Also, like when he was on the stand, he like outburst was like yelling at people. He cursed on the and a judge had to like give him a warning. This this is their the prosecutor's witness. Oh, forget it. Fucking hothead, right? And he's and, and 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 that's it. Like they get acquitted and you can't try them again. Oh no, no. Yeah. That's no, it. You can't. So Double now you've got the three people involved. Patrick Cuffey's got immunity. The other two guys get acquitted. And, and what, what that's about, it. What about Mr. So Mastermind? then here comes yeah. Dorsey's trial, right? Oh no. And thank goodness on July 10th, 2002, Dorsey was convicted oh, of ordering God. Brown's assassination in order to obstruct Brown's uh, expected probe into cor- and corruption occurring in the county, right? So that oh, was the other part. Like so he's he like, knew. hey, not only am I going to take the yeah. seat, but guess what? I'm going to take you down even further. I can further. prevent him from wow. investigating me. Wow. Prevent him from looking into all of these things that were going oh, on. Oh, this is so sad. It's so he left behind a wife and oh, five my. children. <gasps> 
This is fucked up. No, this is wrong. But during this whole trial, and then even after he was convicted, he was continuing to say he was innocent. Oh, right? please. Superior Court Judge Cynthia Becker sentenced Dorsey to life on the murder conviction Good. and an additional 23 years on racket- racketeering and violation <gasps> of oath of office for convictions and concurrent services range uh, sentences, excuse me, ranging from 10 to 15 years on his several convictions of theft by taking the oath. So he was all, they lumped all these other things in and they good. started adding them on the and things then that just he was doing years. in office. Good, good for him. So that's it. So he's currently being held in a Georgia state prison. Wow. And then in 2007, he calls the um, state attorney to come in and confesses, <gasps> says that, yes, I did do this thing. I want to confess to it. Maybe, maybe to get some years shaved off. Who uh. knows? But he said that he he claims that he discussed this assassination with these other guys. But then he, after a few days after cooling down, because what he was being accused, here's a bunch of things that were happening, right? Like, so he he loses this election. Right, but, and he's upset. And- yeah, but during the election, all of these accusations of, like, um, the affairs, like he said they right. were affairs, but these women were the like, sexual, no, yeah, I was told I had to do this. And- it was affecting his marriage. His wife leaves him. So he well, was like out of his fucking mind. Okay, so right? everything's crumbling. Yeah, and of course it's never his fault, right? It's always somebody else's fault. And uh, so that's when he was like, I discussed this assassination, but I cooled down after like three days and I told them not to do it. Oh, no, you didn't. Right. And they're just going to do it. They're just going to say, well, no, like this guy's a jerk. Right. Let me No, give me a break. So- that doesn't make any He's sense. He's still sitting in jail. But I wanted to read this quote to you that I thought was incredible from the wife. So she, when he gets convicted, Phyllis Brown gets up and Aww. turns to Dorsey. Oh, her, her witness statement. Yeah, and gives this whole thing. And then one of the things she said was, I, he must or have said this during, I mean, yeah. yeah. She must have, he must have said this, Dorsey must have said this about Brown during the campaign. But she said, quote, you called him the lowest scumbag on earth. I beg to differ. That is you. That is you. As you watch yourself in the mirror, you are the lowest scumbag on the earth. Wow. Oh, I know. Poor family. Can you, I mean, right in front of his house, his house. No, that's terrible. Terrible. Who's trying to run for office to clean it up and and do something good. Do the right thing. Nope. So I found this story when I did the judge, uh, Tarpley, Jack Tarpley, I think it was. So this was one of the cases that he was that he was presiding oh, over. Yeah. Cool. That had to be taken away from him. Oh. Because he got caught up in yeah. his, his scandal. His own scandal. Yeah. So that's it. That's the assassination wow. of Derwin Brown. Hi, I'm Shannon. I'm Jamie. We're married with television, marriedwithtv.com. We are a couple of Hollywood normies on the outskirts of the film and TV industry, and we talk about our favorite TV shows, music, and movies, and sometimes they talk back to us. Sometimes they do. Our podcast is Married with Television, one word, on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Possibly Amazon soon. And we are a proud member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Married with TV. MarriedWithTV.com. Well, we're sort of in tune today. Again? Yes. Oh my God, Because today... Yes. I'm going to tell you the story of former Brockton, Massachusetts police chief. Whoa! Richard J. Sprallos. Let's go. <gasps> Richard J. Sprallos served as police chief for Brockton, Massachusetts, and was the former head of the narcotics division. But 
When Sprawlos is discovered stealing drugs, mm. his arrest sends shockwaves through the Brockton community. Dang. So our story takes place in Massachusetts, which is in Plymouth County, which is about 30 minutes outside of Boston and about an hour outside of Salem, mm. which I'm only mentioning because of our because we're witches. <laughs> yes, thank which, you. Which, P.S., we have more women joining. I don't know if you saw that my friend Margaret sent us an email. Ooh. And she wants to join the coven. Hi, yes, Margaret. Honey. Hi. And my friend Jesse wants to join mm. the coven. So yes. we have a growing followership. I got I to follow up with uh, yes. Maya. We find need out where our this information to is. happen. All right. So some also, background. Also, um, oh. there's a couple men who I've told that we're witches or I've heard that we're witches. And they wonder if they'd be sacrificed. And the answer is yes. Yeah. When you I will, mean, if you want to join our coven, eventually we will sacrifice you. Yes. And I think that you're going to be okay with that. It's for the greater good. Oh, yeah. I mean. Um, it will only hurt a little bit. Don't yes. worry. It'll be quick. Quick, quick and painless. <laughs> quick and painless. And we appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. So Sprallo served in the police department for 23 years, and four of those years were spent as police chief. And according to Wicked Local, he earned his appointment as police chief in 1984, and he served until 1989 when all of this went down. Mm. So. As I said at the top, Sprawlos was head of the narcotics division at one time, but he was also big into the war on drugs, right? I mean, God. it's the late 80s. Of course. And that was everywhere. It's like, yeah. you know, this is your brain. Yeah. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> Any questions? Yeah. That, yeah. Co- that commercial. Give me a break. And the one with like uh, the, the dad walks in and the kid ha- is like hiding the weed. Oh my God. Uh, he was so, that dad scared the shit out of me, yeah, by the way. Yeah. I forget what the tagline was on that, but that was like I learned it from w- you. Yeah, I learned it by watching you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That was it. That was it. Oh, my God. So all that goes out the window when he ends up ripping off cocaine from the evidence locker uh, at his department. So the Buffalo News reported that not only was Brawlos fighting drugs as police chief, but he was also involved in speaking engagements, warning kids (laughs) about the dangers of drug use. Yeah. Take it from me, kids. I know. (laughs) Right? And the New York Times wrote that he also had regular television and radio ads urging kids to just say no. Oh, my God. I mean, that's why when when they found out that he was involved with the whole cocaine, like, everyone was like, what? Like, he's like the just say no guy. It's my favorite. It's my my favorite thing ever when it's just hypocrisy. Like, you know, like um, a reverend who speaks about, you know. Family like, love, oh, family, yeah, values, family values, and he's got like uh, whatever a on mistress, the side. Yeah, yeah it's me the a greatest break. ever. So meanwhile, he ended up admitting to snorting coke daily for five years. So he was Jesus. definitely um, on his way to like a cocaine nose job with all that. I was going to say, your like, no, how has your nose not fallen apart by now? I mean, so his friend and then city council member, Gregory F. Buckley, had this to say to the New York Times. The shock has been unbelievable because he was probably the best liked and respected police chief we had ever had. Mm. He is absolutely the last person in the world anyone in Brockton would expect to be involved with drugs. He was always getting the anti-drug message out there. He would make (laughs) speeches to kids and anytime you needed him, he was always available to talk about the horrors of drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, he's like, like, where's the mirror? Where's my razor blade? Let me go. I gotta go. So how does he go from like cocaine crusader to cocaine cowboy (laughs) i love that we've had two episodes in a row that say cocaine cowboy oh my god so the la times reported that sprawlis said that he was going on these anti-drug tours and he tries 
Coke. And then from there, he said that the Coke possessed him like a demon. Oh, hell yeah. Of course it so, did. But like, so what? He's like, oh, let me talk to these kids about drugs. I guess I better try it to see. And, and then he's like hooked on it. It sounds crazy. But I mean, give me a break. Shortly after his arrest and his resignation, he enters a rehab, according to Buffalo News. So how does all of this come about? Like, how do they even know that he was stealing the yeah. Coke or doing any of this? Oh, my God, please. So the New York Times reported back in 1990 that one of Sprouse's colleagues got suspicious mm. and went to the DA. And from there, they launched this investigation. But here's the thing. Mm. Not only did he take the nose candy, he also stole cash. Really? Yes. How much? Allegedly about $170,000, <gasps> according to the LA Times. And when he gets investigated, he ends up returning $25,000, which he had stashed in his basement. Wow. It was just taking cash. I just, the balls, like the, how you, you're so untouchable. You're taking that out of yes. the evidence room? Yes. Just I taking mean, money and coke. It's all yeah. like logged in. It's all logged. And that's where, well, you know, he's like changing up, oh, you know, geez. the books and all of that. So... Uh, this embezzlement theft, the AP reports that Sprouless also took close to $75,000 in city funds. So he oh was taking, he was stealing money, but then he was also embezzling from the city. And his attorney claimed at trial that out of the $200,000 budget Sprouless was responsible for, all but $4,300 were accounted for. But prosecutors at the time said that wasn't the case. Like yeah. in trial, they said it was, um, you know, something different. So... On October 24th, Sprouless is arrested in his office, and the charges um, were seven indictments, one for cocaine larceny, two for coercing someone to commit perjury, three obstruction of justice, uh, larceny over $250, witness intimidation, two counts, and then the last count was for embezzlement. Mm. So according to an Associated Press article from June 1990, Sprouless was sentenced to seven to ten years for stealing the cocaine concurrent seven to 10 years for the embezzlement three to five years on the two counts of intimidating a witness and the one count of witness tampering mm. after his sentencing the ap reported that Sprouless begged judge suzanne del vecchio for leniency stating quote my actions are inexcusable for all the youngsters who looked up to me i'm ashamed you look at me a ruined and destroyed man but there's no one to blame but me dang so the aftermath. Various sources reported that he only served about 28 months, which is a little less than two and a half years of the maximum 10 years that he oh, was wow. sentenced. It's nothing. Wick nothing. Wicked Local also reported that he went back to speaking to kids about the dangers of drugs, <laughs> this time using his own experience to do so. Yes. Um, yeah. So... Here's a messed up thing that happened. The LA Times reported back in 1990 that after Sprouless's arrest, close to 400 drug cases had to be dismissed no! because he was stealing the evidence Holy from shit. those cases. What a dick. But yeah. you know what? It was the war on drugs. Maybe they you were know. like petty. Yeah. You know who what knows? I mean? Who knows? But still, like that he's, you know. Effect. Of course. It's, it's affecting. It's, it's a ripple effect. It's a ripple effect. You were in charge. You were the, you're supposed to be the protector. Yes. Damn it. In 2017, the Herald News wrote that Brockton City Council finally put a policy in place that would allow <laughs> drug testing of police officers suspected of drug use. All drugs excluding weed because weed um, is currently legal in Massachusetts, uh, okay. so that's not on there. Yeah. But this measure was first proposed after Sproulis's arrest 25 years ago. Wow. And so that, just before then. 
just in 2017, yeah. they finally say, okay, we'll do this. It took 25 years. Jeez. And I feel like, you know, so many other professions, educators, nurses, those, if you have routine, you can have a routine drug test done. It should be the same for police officers who are yeah. especially like around all of this stuff yes. all the time. So some points of interest after his release, he also served on a board for a recovery high school called Independence Academy. So mm. again, like using his life experience, he supposedly remained clean since his time out of prison, which is, you know, a good thing. Yes. He died in 2019 mm. at the age of 75 years old. Oh, but wow. from the time that he was caught till his death, you know, he didn't slip up and use any drugs. Um, according to the AP at the time, Sprawlis was the highest ranking police officer to ever face charges and be found guilty of drug offenses. Mm. The case actually had to be tried in Norfolk County rather than Plymouth County because he and the Plymouth County DA were friends since childhood. So they had oh to like move gosh. the trial somewhere else. Yeah. After his death, his estate was sued by um, a man named Daryl Jones who spent 32 years in jail oh, no. for a murder he didn't commit. Oh, my God. He was suing the officers involved, the former police chief's estate, and the Brockton Police Department. And you want to hear something? Mm -hmm. This guy, in 2012, wins $1 million from a scratch-off ticket. Who does one, Wait, the cop! You're kidding! Sprawlis wins $1 million. Because all the headlines are like, ex-police ex chief, oh, former jail police no. chief wins a $1 million in the lotto. Scratch off. Dang it. Why ain't I? What's going on? Well, How is he winning the lotto? He's lucky. And then We're I not. I know. <laughs> As my, my husband says, uh, only the wicked prosper. Right? <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> I like this. So I saved a murderino fun fact. Yes. Till the end. This guy has a connection to the Boston Strangler. Get out of here. Yes. So back in 1964, he was living in Bridgewater and the Boston Strangler tried to break in his house and Sproulis, <gasps> according to another Wicked Local article, got suspicious and even fired shots at the guy oh who they later found out to be Albert uh, DeSalvo. Wow. Isn't that funny? Do you want to hear something really How weird? weird? The guy who was in my story, Sidney <gasps> Dorsey. He was part of the Atlanta child murders, <gasps> like, uh, like parts of like the investigating of it. Who, and he didn't think the guy that they arrested was, the, was guy? the guy. Wow. Isn't that weird that they both have a connection yeah, to, a to, to like serial, serial killers? Come on, bro. <gasps> and they're both police. Ooh, hmm. ooh, look at this Look story. at this. So that's the story of former Brockton police chief, Richard J. Sproulis. Oh, I <gasps> loved it. I loved it. Very How good, Tina. fun. Oh, so good. Fun. I love fun, it when fun, these fun. guys get caught up in their own. Uh, I mean, just say no. Hold on a second. Yeah, wait. Let me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. So good. Um, what else? This is like a super short episode. Yes. I feel like we have not really. No, but that's it. good. Short and sweet. Oh, you think so? Yes. You know what we need to do though. Um, I think we need to do a couple of Patreon questions. Yes. Because we need to put more up there. I don't know if anybody, well, if you're and, out there. And oh, I want to thank wait. our Patreon. Yes, because we have a new Patreon. Yes. Hello. Hi. Hi. Keeping up with the <gasps> Cardassians. Yes. And yes. we have that record got me high. That's right. And keep speaking of keeping up uh, keeping up with the Cardassians, they just started a Patreon. Yes. I am I'm not I'm now a Patreon of the a patron oh. of their podcast. I love that fucking podcast. I so love it good. so much. Yes. I was sending them um 
notes like as soon as I heard about uh, James T. Kirk uh, going into space, I oh. was like, "What? He's ninety years old. What? What? What do you guys? What? What do you think of this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Like, I love it. But maybe that's the plan to like die in space. You know? Mm. I mean, that'd be. The I mean, wouldn't the him. takeoff? He's ninety. Yeah, the takeoff alone's gonna. I mean, it would kill me, right? And yes. then they'll just like throw him out, and yes. he'll float around for eternity. That's amazing. I mean, it's not a bad way to go. I don't think so. I mean, yeah. there are worse. There are There's worse. There's also ways. some good ways to go. Hi. I guess that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, so if you if you subscribe and you become a patron, you can hear these yes, Q and A questions we do. Yes, you'll hear our Q and A. Oh. And I need to send merch out to people, but we haven't gotten our new merch in yet. All I right. just what have do you like, mean, like the stickers and stuff. Yeah, okay. like I have. You know, it's it's. Please, we I need feel to get like on it's that. So old. So yeah, I we need to. to. I'm like waiting for yes something new. Well, but I think I'm gonna just send the old ones. Send anyway. the old ones. Send I'll the vintage. Oh yeah, you guys all have vintage. It'll be vintage. Also, I like also original. I wanted to tell you that on their highest, on the, the Keeping Up with Kardashians, their highest level, which is the only reason I did it, is they do, uh, they'll do a live Q&A like on Zoom with you, <gasps> like with, with, the, with the people in that oh, level. Oh, fun. I'm like, oh my God, I want to get back on there with them. So I, that's, the, we should, that's the reason I do it. We should that steal that idea. Talk to them. We should steal that idea. That, that's what I'm telling you. We should steal the idea so we oh. can totally use it. Yeah. All Very right. Very cool. Well, that's it. Yeah. Hey, Sunday. It's still early. Oh my God. Yes. It's fucking 1230. Let's this go. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. Now I get to go do all the laundry and grocery shopping. Woo woo. Oh, mom. Have, hashtag mom life. Yeah. I have so much laundry. <laughs> like I, it's, ugh, I know it's bumming me out. Now yeah. I'm bummed. Well, listen, cheer up, Charlie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I will see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please follow the episode notes on our website, themuckpodcast.fireside.fm, and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support and different goodies for each level, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do it without you. 